Hi there. Are you a relatively new author just getting into fiction publishing? Are you afraid that you're going to make a lot of mistakes? My name is Liesl Hill, USA Today bestselling author, and I can tell you that when I started, I made a lot of mistakes. Today, I'm going to go over the top five that could possibly keep you stuck as a new author, and especially the number one disempowering thing that new authors often think and how to correct it, okay? Mistake number one is not blocking time off for writing and training your brain. Here's the thing. A lot of us sit down and try to write and then we get frustrated when we can't write as many words as fast as we would like to. So say we only write four or 500 words and then we just kind of throw up our hands and say, that's as fast as I can write. Come on, let's be logical about this. Just like with our physical bodies, we have to train our brain to do what we want it to do. We have to practice start small and slowly increase until we get to where we want to be. The best way to do this is through blocking out time and just practicing. So if you only wrote 400 words today, try 500 tomorrow. After that, try 600. It actually won't take that much time before you can write as many words as you want to write in a session. You have a lot more control over this than you think you do. So tell me, have you blocked out time for writing today? How do you handle that? Tell me in the comments what you usually do and if you think that you could improve. Mistake number two authors usually make is not following genre and tropes for their story. Now, disclaimer, I'm not telling you what to write in your story or trying to at all influence you creatively. This is actually a marketing tactic. So whatever you already have come up with for your story, and I am positive that it's brilliant, all you need to do is figure out what the tropes are for your particular genre and incorporate them in some way. All that this does is give the reader something to latch onto and a way for you to sell your book so that you can say, hey, I have this trope in my book. Anyone who reads that would like my book and you have an instant marketing tactic that isn't slimy, that's genuinely giving the reader what they are looking for. What, is that important to use? Yes, it really is. I have a first book that is a pretty good book, okay? It is a dystopian science fiction and it has really good reviews on it. The readers love it. I have people begging me to finish the series, but here's the problem. It's difficult to sell because it was one of my first books. I did not put any tropes in it. I was kind of cross genre with it. So it doesn't fit squarely in any particular place. Now, don't get me wrong. I can get that book to sell if I run enough ads to it, but it doesn't sell automatically. If you have higher selling genres that have tropes in them, you almost don't have to do anything. You introduce readers to your series and they will just go move all the time because readers are looking for those tropes. So wherever you are in your writing journey, make sure that you start looking into the tropes and incorporating them into your book for the sake of selling, if nothing else. Mistake number three, not sticking to just one genre at first. <laughs> Disclaimer, I'm not telling you you cannot write multiple genres. In fact, I would be very hypocritical if I said that because I write three, technically four genres. The problem is that you need to build one up, get the experience of a single genre, and then your next genre will be built up much, much faster. So all I'm saying is, especially in the beginning when you're getting started, don't genre hop. Stick with one until you have at least three to five books in that genre, and then if you want to branch out, you can do it then. By then you'll have tons more experience and the second genre you venture into will be built up and take off much more quickly. Mistake number four, not starting your email list right away. This is something that people struggle with because they're not sure exactly what to do with it, but your email list should be your most important marketing asset. You should get to the point where you can count on many and high numbers of sales from your email list, but you have to start it first and you have to nurture it and build it to up to that point. 
There are authors who every time they have a new release, send that new release to their email list and get tens of thousands of downloads just from your email list. That's very possible for you, but it does take time to build up. So start it now in the very beginning so that by the time you have a good number of books, you already have an audience that's waiting for them. If you want to know more about how to email your list as a fiction author, I have a mini course called Author Email Sequences That Sells. It tells you exactly what emails to send, when to send them, how many, and I even have swipe file templates that you can just copy and paste your information into. If you're interested in that, the link is down in the description. Let's talk about that number one disempowering thing that new authors often think. Number six, I don't want to or don't have to do marketing. Oh, come on, I've never thought that before. Be honest here, we've all thought it before. I can remember in my early days starting and thinking that very thing. I really wanna write, I just wanna write my books, I do not wanna market them. I cannot wait till I get to the point where I can pay someone else to market for me. Now hear me on this, I am not saying that you cannot pay someone to market for you. In fact, I think you should aspire to the point where you have enough money to do that. However, in order to make that happen, you have to know your marketing inside and out because you have to teach them what to do. And I don't just mean book marketing in general. Book marketing is going to look different for every single author, every single genre, every single series, and every single book. Don't let that overwhelm you. There are ways to learn how to do that. But the point is, in order for you to teach someone else to do it, you have to know how to do it first. And then there's that pesky little fact that in order to be able to pay someone to do your marketing, you have to be making money on your books, which means you have to figure out marketing anyway. So why do I list this as one of the biggest mistakes and the most disempowering thing that authors can think? Look, I know it's a tough pill to swallow, but you've got to get past the idea that marketing is hard, that it's not fun, that it's icky or slimy in any way. Just decide now that marketing is something that you are going to learn to do for your books. If you change your mindset and get started on it now, it will just grow with you as your backlist grows and it will never be an issue in the future. You don't wanna to get to the point where you have 10 books, none of them are selling and you have no idea how to market them. If you want more help with this, especially with the implementation, check out my Fiction Author Business Academy. I teach authors how to write their books efficiently so that they can build their backlist quickly, how to write transformational stories that will bring readers back to your writing again and again, and step-by-step -step marketing processes for every stage of the author journey. If you're curious about whether you're at a point in your author career where that will benefit you, check out the Academy. Link is in the description as well. I hope this video gave you some value and clarity when it comes to newbie author mistakes. If you're a growing fiction author or are interested in becoming one or just want to know more about fiction writing, smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my other videos. Now, get out there and write those wonderful, amazing creative stories that, that your readers are already waiting for. And remember, there's always a market for awesome. Bye.